0: Hello, beautiful people. This is www.flashblackradio.com. I am DaVinci Parks, aka Lee Bennett III, and I'm sitting here with Dr. Charlie Brown. And once again, we are coming to talk to you about transpersonal psychology. This is Health and Wellness on Culture Shock. So, uh, Dr. Charlie, if you want to introduce the subject you wanted to discuss, we'll go from there and break it down and I can learn the rest of us.
1: Absolutely. Thank you, Lee. I always appreciate being here on your show with you. Appreciate that. Um, say it again.
0: So we appreciate having you.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So transpersonal psychology is the interconnection and integration of the mind, body, spirit, and environment. With that, transpersonal psychology holds space, holds a container, I would say, to everything being interconnected, everything, literally everything. If you meet a person on the street, often they are mirroring back to you in ways seen and unseen or known and unknown. They're mirroring back to you what you how you feel about yourself. So if we think about the whole world as a giant mirror of what we truly believe about ourselves, what we believe about life, what we believe about the world, all of that is being mirrored back to us in our everyday interactions and really just everyday beingness. Every, Everywhere I am is reflecting back to me something or many of the things that I believe, in my, believe about myself at my core level. hmm. For me, personally, it shows up in it shows up when I'm traveling when I'm on the road, and that's oh, wow. a notorious understatement of me being on the road. Uh, i have I have lived in seven or eight different states in my adulthood, and my record used to be I used to stay in a place about two years and it hasn't been two years for probably five or six years. It's been a year or less in in a lot of different places. So what I found, so I I trust that I'm safe and I am. Um, I don't run into trouble on the road. I believe that if I just keep driving, I will be able to find my way again. And one exception I can think of off the top of my head was in Tennessee, uh, which I love Tennessee. Tennessee is rivers and mountains and both of those are things that are languages I speak. And I was driving and I had missed two of my turns and then what I noticed in front of me was the Confederate flag on the tags and the gun rack with the gun. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna make a big deal of turning around and going back in the direction I came from. Uh, but again, that's also trusting trusting my safety, trusting that wherever I am, I am safe and I am welcome. Uh, another way it shows up is if, if I am located in a place and just sort of driving around in that place, often I'll get lost in quotes, a day or two or sometimes a week or two before and then the next day or the next instance, that's exactly where I have to be. And I'm like, oh, well, there's this gas station over here on the left and I know I need to turn right if I'm going to this place. So my memory is really good in a photographic way without having a photographic memory per se. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it is is in pictures, it is visual, but it's not necessarily a snapshot. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, um, a little more fluid than that, Mm -hmm. but it it will mirror a place that I was. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm like, Oh, I was just here. That happened to me yesterday. I was, I was doing something in my car and two days before I had been frustrated about something in my car and was on that exact same route. I said, Oh, I've been here before. So there is, for me, it shows up in a sense of having been here before, but really that also tells me that I wasn't really lost in the first place. It was mm-hmm. more like um, a premonition, as it were. It was more like a precognition of a place I was going to be at a later point in time. Okay. It also shows up in people. And it shows people is a big one. Um, we get the people around us are the people who reflect what we actually subconsciously, unconsciously believe about ourselves. If deep down inside, I really hate myself and mm-hmm. really just find myself to be a horrible person for whatever reason, because a lot of that, the reasons are probably unconscious as well.
2: Mm-hmm. But if
1: that's what I believe, my exterior world is filled with people who may appear to like me, but don't. They may appear to be doing things in my best interest, when really what they're doing is sabotaging me. Um, is this is an actuality
0: like or is this is what I'm subconsciously thinking?
1: Yes. This is this is what I believe the world to be.
0: Okay. So and this is not necessarily what is happening. What do you mean? Okay. So when you say that life is mirroring uh, how you see yourself, how you view your true self, there are a couple ways that I, I believe I can interpret that or people listening can interpret it. Um, one way is that... I feel like the world is bad, so bad things are mirrored back to me and that's what I see. So like mm-hmm. if I feel like I'm a victim of something in a lot and I'm switching to a different scenario, but if I feel as though I'm the victim of something then I I often see that people are always doing things to me because I have removed the power from myself to be able to affect You know the things that happen in my life, and it's always these things are happening to me, and these are the people that are doing it. That doesn't necessarily mean that that's the case, though. That could just be like you know the mind being paranoid, right?
1: Probably yes, and maybe yes. (laughs) I mean,
0: Um, the the reason why I was asking that question because, like, a, a lot of us who are you know a part of the flash black community. Have traditional nine to five. Some of us don't, right? But you know, when you're working in a nine to five environment, to a very real—I mean, technically, you could not work there and work somewhere or try to work somewhere else. But like, it's not that easy or simple. There, there, are obviously, like causes and effects and stuff like that. But if you didn't—I mean, if you go to your job, you can't necessarily control the people that are hired. At your job, those those are your co-workers and you don't necessarily have a say in who your co-workers are in a lot of in, in situations. So if you have conniving co-workers, it's not necessarily because you see or want to have conniving co-workers. That could just be who they are, right?
1: Mm, I think it's both. It's both and. Okay. I would push back and say that you 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 do have an influence and more of an influence than you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So energetically we are all, we're vibrating beings. Um, humans are energy in form. But everything is energy in some form or another. We're a fairly dense kind of form rather than expansive mm-hmm. space is an expansive form of energy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Humans are a dense form in the sense that we are closely clustered together.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so one victim, um, victimhood, victimization, it is a sense of not being empowered, but it's also a sense of something being owed to you that isn't being given. And it's not taking your part of the responsibility Mm -hmm. of the day to day. When you are vibrating at, (laughs) we'll say love and happiness for, for oversimplification purposes, You will find yourself in spaces, including your workplace, that are vibrating back at you at love and happiness. If it's love and happiness on the surface and it's really frustration and discontentment underneath that, Mm -hmm. that's really what's going to be happening. So you might be roses and peaches on the outside. But if you're rotten on the inside and again, rottenness, probably we use rotten. As evil I don't mean it as evil I just mean um, not formed or stagnating maybe Mm -hmm. Uh, if you if you are that way on the inside that's what you're gonna get on the outside no matter what the the outer layer it is Mm -hmm. like no matter what you say so I, I do believe that when you find the space of Whatever it is you think you're looking for, that is reflected back to you, including in workspaces. And I also, I also think that you can find another, another job. Yes, but sometimes things work in ways we can't even see, and we can't even see them the moment before. Mm-hmm. I, th- there's a song in Frozen, uh, the movie, called "Throw a Little Love Their Way." It's not what it's called. It's called uh, "Fixer Upper." Is the name of the song. But I had a situation at work. Where I was just not feeling this other person. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? I'm going to throw a little love onto this situation. And literally a day later, the I was the lead at this site. And the other person maybe thought they were the lead. Um, so literally a day later, the boss calls me and is like, would you mind if I transferred this person to a different site? And I said, I don't mind, but is it is it a, as a punishment for something? I didn't want it to be as a punishment for something. No, mm-hmm. I just had this other need. And I was like, oh, yes, no, that would be a great help to me to not have to deal with this person every day
2: mm-hmm.
1: in what we were doing. And so the moment before that happened, I had no idea how that was going to work out, but it was, it was vibrating love to the situation
2: mm-hmm.
1: because I imagine that other person also wasn't feeling it like the the dynamic had gotten a little bit tense Mm -hmm. and so finding a different vibration tense is also a vibration frustration is a vibration finding those different vibrations finding a vibration of love even if just for a moment sent that person to a different site in in a way that was a win for all of us
0: okay so in in essence uh if we are in uh, relationships because everything is about, as I see it, is about relationships. Whether it's somebody that you pass by on the street that's a very finite and like short relationship whatever that relationship might encompass, a hello and a hi, how are you doing and you never see that person again. Or it could be a relationship of like, you know, uh, parent to child, siblings, aunt and nephew, whatever. It could be like, relationship in terms of these are friends or this is a spouse or fiance, significant other, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what I'm gathering from this is if something is not as you would like it to be, and it's, 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 uh, it's some sort of negative vibe that you're getting, then One of the things you you can try to do is you can try to vibrate at a different frequency, which is like to try to emit and emanate love or understanding or patience. And you're saying by doing that, there's a greater possibility that those things will come back to you as a result.
1: Yes. And also doing that for yourself. You can't do anything about other people. You can only do things about yourself. So you have to change the frequency you're putting out—it's like a radio transmitter. Mm-hmm. You have to change the frequency you're putting out, and the frequency coming back to you will change. It has to.
0: Okay, okay. So this is one of those things that it's—I think—in certain regards, it's easier said than done. I like what you're saying. Absolutely. I like what you're saying, but this is one of those things. I as I'm as I'm again receiving it. Uh, this is one of those things where okay, well, I'm in the situation. And I'm not getting along with this person. So it must be this this person. It can't be me. Like, like, you know, like the, the the and again, I think one of the problems that we have in society as a whole, like collectively, I think we collectively um have a very difficult time of accepting accountability for our action or our inaction or the benefits that we receive from actions that maybe we didn't participate in. But it's one of those things it's just, you know, like, I, it's it's not upsetting the balance for me. So I don't feel like I need to say anything. So, like, it's, it's that basically being complicit. That's kind of like one of those things, like, I know slavery was bad, but I don't think I need to apologize for it because I wasn't born at the time, although I'm still reaping the benefits.
1: <laughs> it's, the, that was, it's that last part, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the it's the lack of acknowledgement that I'm still reaping the benefits. Right, of right, right, right. Uh, and it makes me complicit, right? I, right. I don't... complicit is we have negative feelings. And a couple of things. It's important to know that feelings are simply a spectrum.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Our, our deeming some positive and some negative mm-hmm. is a human judgment. Mm-hmm. Those are those are simply just emotions. Right, We call them good or bad. Good or bad is always a, a value judgment. Mm-hmm. And it depends on where you where you are and, a and it's
0: relative. Yeah.
1: That's where your value judgment is on that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it also. You know what I realized at my own personal level after a series of we'll call them terrible relationships <laughs> in it was in my early 20s and in, in my late teens. It was basically the same person five times in a row. He mm-hmm. had a different name and a different location and all that. His specifics were different. Mm-hmm. Same person. I realized that I was. you
0: pulling about. that in, yeah. And I've noticed that. I've noticed that. Um, I've, I've noticed that. Uh, not just myself, but other people I know tend to attract the, the, like a certain type of energy, or like you know, it might might be like could be like a physical thing that we're attracted to, and the energy that comes with it, we're not necessarily conscientious of. Like I, for example, love like really beautiful skin and like in a pretty smile, you know, that that's one of those things that just get me. And I've I've, I've realized that those things, you know, sometimes they come with other things, too, as you're not necessarily recognizing all that, that that you're pulling in. And also recognize, and then it's also the recognition, I think, um, and it's, and it's been easier for me to recognize this within myself because I recognize it in others. I was like, okay, if it's true for others, then I'm not the exception to the rule. I'm, I'm subject to this too. Um, it's just being able to recognize in others that, hey, like you're, you're, you're doing this and this is a pattern and you need to be conscientious of what this pattern is. So, um, just seeing other people, you know, and then also observing myself, like, okay, this is this is a pattern. I'm pulling these people to me. And I I choose to just be more conscientious of it. Now the question is when these bad feelings arise, and we're human beings, I think we probably most of us give more credence and attention and value to those negative feelings than we do the positive ones because it's easier to hold on to those. I think they they just have more grip so to speak. How do we how do we self-check so that we can kind of like not be pulled in that 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 spiral where it pulls us down and and then we're, we're we're back where we were. Like how do we how do we find within ourselves like okay, while I'm not having a good experience with this person right now, what is my accountability level in this and how do we accurately self-check ourselves so we can at least start changing our behavior? Because, again, I agree that we can't we can't change other people. We can't fix other people, you know. So like, how do we do that?
1: A couple of things there. One. Can you feel the feeling? We have a really hard time emoting with things we deem bad.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, again, if they're just on a spectrum, can we too, can we look at this as something coming up in ourselves that wants to be healed?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So often we, we, we utilize the outer world, particularly relationships with people. We utilize that as a mirror because it reflects back to us things that we ourselves would like to heal at a subconscious level. I'd like to heal this thing. So I keep encountering it. hmm so, my my real first thing is, can you can you feel it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because feelings pass. Feelings are like the... They're
0: short. They They're finite those. by nature. Yes.
1: They, they come and they go. Mm-hmm. So, can you feel the thing while you're feeling it? And... Can you
0: find another way? I, I, I get what you just said right there, but could you find another way to word that? Can you feel the thing while you're feeling it?
1: If you feel sad, be sad. Mm-hmm. There is a great value in... Feelings being felt, feelings being expressed
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, and think about, you know, what is it? What is calling you to do? What is calling you to act? A lot of my sadness came from my very early childhood, as many, many things do. Mm -hmm. And so I needed to color. Coloring helped me not be sad. I was sad. I was sick in sadness, but then I would color Mm -hmm. because that was a time in my life.
2: That's how you process.
1: Three or four Mm -hmm. that. I may not even know what the what the root of this sadness is. It may not even be mine. Mm-hmm. It may belong to the adults who were, you know, around me or the other people who were around me at that time. But really, just sitting in sadness for a little while—that mm-hmm. has that has tremendous value because feelings feelings are there to get our attention about something or another.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, I agree that feelings that we call negative um, have a, a tighter grip because they're they're heavier, they're denser. Mm -hmm. If it were, they would they would sink as opposed to happiness, joy that floats Mm -hmm. Um, They're So they're harder to do. But dense emotions are calling us to ground, are calling us to kind of center into ourselves and say, "Okay, I can stand on this dense emotion, but feeling it, emoting it. um, We can't always do that in the moment Mm -hmm. for sure. But giving grief. Saying, okay, grief, I'm at work. <laughs> this right this moment, I can't do anything about you. But tonight at 7 p.m., I'm I'm gonna go back to this feeling and just feel the grief.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Really, our feelings are coming up to serve the purpose of being felt.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And again, if we look at it as a healing paradigm, this is a thing in me that wants to be healed. If it's right. coming up, it's ready to be healed. And often it's ready to be released. Um, And releasing something can be healing.
0: Okay, so that to me comes back to like part of what we were discussing earlier. And um, you said if it keeps coming up, it's ready to be healed. I think there's a trick or caveat in that statement, though, based upon what we've already discussed. And I believe the caveat is, one, we we discussed earlier uh, a little thing called accountability. And um, sometimes... That thing that needs to be healed, like maybe we were somehow complicit in our own situation and are not willing, willing to accept that. Or maybe we believe we somehow had accountability in it. Maybe it was something that was outside of our control and we can accept that and therefore we hold on to it too. So I, I think it's one of those things in terms of trying to find a ways to work through it. And one of the reasons why I'm talking about that, I was literally, um, I had seen a friend that I hadn't seen in a while yesterday um, and she, she had like a tent it was like a, it was a barbecue celebration, whatever. And it was like a tense moment. Um, and she and I, and a couple other people talked about it outside and she was expressing how she felt. And it's one of those things, like, I, I feel like um, she was saying, what you're saying, like you can't do for other people and you can't change that, but it was still affecting her. And it's one of those things, like it's just like you know, like the tools. You just have to find the tools to be able to be able to process this, so you can best deal with how this comes to you and how you process it, so you can be the best you as you need to be, you know. And and and, and that's not necessarily easy, you know.
1: No, not easy. Uh, And as a United States society, we don't really have very good tools to do that. We do not know how to emote. Mm -hmm. Also, think about it in terms of. Opposites, not quite opposites. If somebody is continuously, if you attract energies that are people who are very dominating, mm-hmm. what you may need to heal, what you what may be at surface for you is speaking up for yourself and standing your ground,
2: mm-hmm.
1: not in the Florida sense. <laughs> um, but so you attract you. You're almost you're attracting the opposite or an opposite. In order for you to do the thing that you need to do mm-hmm. in that situation. And it's probably the thing you haven't done, haven't done. I only feel dominated when I haven't spoken up.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When I have a history and a pattern of not speaking up,
2: mm-hmm.
1: people feel dominating to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Knowing that I can't do anything about them, but I can if I stand up, it changes the dynamic. And they don't the feel
0: they the maybe they don't feel like they can just try to dominate you because they see that you will stand up for yourself.
1: Yes, and it's like
0: you know, interpersonal relationships
1: to it. with people are like a mobile, like a baby's mobile. Mm-hmm. There's a certain amount of tension that makes that stay in equilibrium.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When one entity, in this case, a person, when one person moves, that changes the whole dynamic of the mobile. So the other people have to scramble in mm-hmm. order to keep the tension of the mobile, which may mean, right, if you take yourself off of the mobile. 2 was a completely different dynamic than 3.
2: Mm-hmm. And you
1: have to be in different places in relation to each other in order to keep equilibrium. And so energy is the same way. Energy it's not even necessarily that that person in particular might not stop trying to dominate you, but they'll have to find that that opposite somewhere else. So that person who tries to dominate you, like that may fall away from your life hmm so it's when we when we learn the lesson when we find the healing and healing is like a spiral mm-hmm. <laughs> so you might hit the same thing you're like didn't I deal with this yes but you're coming at it from a different perspective yeah but it it completely changes the dynamic and when you do your part that's the only part you can do when you do your part the other people either have to find someone else to do what they considered your part Um, or, or it changes something within them because something in them is also coming up to be healed, but it might be in opposite ish of, of you, of what lessons you're trying to learn. And those people are always going to be attracted to each other. Mm. Like, um, narcissistic people don't exist without empaths to take on all of their feelings.
0: Interesting. Who's taking on Donald Trump's feelings?
1: The whole country.
0: <laughs> it's hella narcissism. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I think that's a good place to put a put a put a bookmark. I feel yeah. like this is a conversation that we can continue for hours because there, there are so many people in the in the midst of this conversation that while we were talking, I'm like, mm, this person. Huh, this person.
1: Mm, and you me. know what? You know. My pushback is that all of that is you
0: yeah i I, and i and the last person i said was me yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but um yeah they're just like yeah i received that as as you say (laughs) so uh, i thank you again dr charlie for taking the time to to work with us and and to share some of this knowledge and help us uh get to a better place of um wellness uh internally and um that is not that is not said lightly that is not taken lightly i sincerely appreciate you i'm digging the work and um i'm gonna find hopefully some better ways to help you and help us get to get to a place where we can we can get more dr charlie so uh uh thank you again for your time uh you want to tell the world where you are how they can find you if they, if they so choose.
1: Thank you, Lee. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. You can find me at my website, drcharliebrown.com. Or you can find me on Facebook, Facebook slash Dr. Charlie Brown. Charlie with just an I. Brown likes the color. I spelled the same way for both. And it is always a pleasure to be here with you, to spend time, to share space, all of that. It's always a pleasure to do that with you, Lee.
0: Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, again, one more time for Dr. Charlie. This is Health and Wellness on Culture shock flashblackradio.com. I am DaVinci Parks, a.k.a. Lee the Third. I thank you so much for your listenership. If this has helped you in any way, if this has helped you to get some perspective, or you think it might be of value for other people, by all means, please share it. Share it anyway, because, you know, sharing is caring. Uh, so thank you so much for your time, your listenership, and we look to see you sometime in the very near future. Till then, stay blessed, stay woke one.